This is the Digital Agency Insiders Podcast. Inside, you'll learn how to build, grow, and scale your digital marketing agency all from the comfort of your favorite coffee shop. Let's get started with the show. and welcome again to another episode of Digital Agency Insiders Podcast. This is the podcast that gives you a little inside look into how successful digital agencies have started and grown their digital agencies. So uh, my name is Tabitha Thomas. I'm your host. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, can I encourage you to go and hit that subscribe button as we release brand new episodes each and every Tuesday with a brand new uh, agency owner. So today I have with me uh, Sean Houchins. Sean is the owner of Social Media Pros based in Springfield, Ohio. It's a full service social media and marketing company specializing in helping small business owners, giving them a world-class image online, which appeals to their target audience for more traffic. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Super excited to talk with you because I'm a fellow too. Midwesterner. I love it. I'm in Missouri, so we're not too oh, far okay. from each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the number one question that I always start every podcast off with, so if you guys are subscribed and you listen, this is the same question every time the first <laughs> one right out the gate is, what made you decide to start a digital marketing agency? Like, did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur or was that something that kind of surprised you and there was things that took you down that path and made you make that decision? Uh, no, that's, I mean, that's a really good question. So I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and, you know, ironically enough, I feel like this is pretty um, common for a lot of entrepreneurs. This might be common for you, but have tried several businesses up until this point, at least that's how it was for me. Um, I'd done tons of things and I'd run, run a few different businesses and, um, you know, I, I'd actually been working for another company and um, I had done some social media and marketing stuff on small scale, um, especially around like video and photography and things like that. And I actually had a, uh, a friend of mine who owned a restaurant and he asked for my help um, with a lot of the stuff. I was like, yeah, you know, that's you know, not a problem. And so I just kind of helped him out. And over the course of about six or seven months, you know, he was having a huge, it was having a huge impact to his business. I mean, his revenue was up like 200% in like six months. It was crazy. And I kind of started to see that I was like, well, that's kind of crazy because, you know, you know, I, I felt like I was just kind of providing him some stuff that I just inherently already knew. And so when I started to kind of investigate other businesses in my local area, I slowly realized that there was a huge opportunity for small business owners who weren't utilizing specifically Facebook um, properly. And it's a free platform that, you know, just if, if you do the right things, I mean, it can really impact your business. And so I slowly started reaching out to businesses, word of mouth. Um, and then I kind of transitioned from doing this part-time into full-time kind of as business grew. That's incredible. And if you're like me on your small towns, all these businesses that were um, not using Facebook, they were probably still doing the old school radio ads, newspaper ads, things like that. So when you come at them with, Hey, Facebook's kind of free. Yeah. Uh, there's things you could be doing. <laughs> yeah. Are they, well, their minds like blown away? You know, and for, and for, and for people like us, it's, it's kind of a no brainer because, you know, I've, I've always hear like a lot of price objections um, yeah, especially from like dealerships and they'll say, oh, like we can't afford that. And then you ask them how much they're spending in billboards, radio ads and like auto trader and come to find out it's like you would charge a third or a quarter of what that is and provide them so much more value. So, you know, most small businesses are, are putting money into advertising a lot of old, like smaller towns. They just don't they haven't seen the value in it. Mm hmm. 
so so very true so uh so you you pride yourself on being a small business champion providing clients with you know world-class digital marketing solutions but what what tools do you use in your company to make those things happen yeah sure so a lot of a lot of what we do is we we try to stay around the content creation um a lot of organic stuff some some facebook advertising obviously that's important um one of the things that I've realized, so I've only actually been in business for about seven or eight months. One of the things I realized was that some businesses can get away with 100% organic growth. Some businesses can have to use all paid advertising. So it, it kind of depends. So um, for like my, the customers, we try to grow organically. We do a lot of stuff around recording. So um, we film with like DSLRs, we use lights, um, we record or edit in Adobe Premiere. Um, we do a lot of Facebook live events, um, things of that nature. But I mean, from the, from the software side of things, most of what we use is, is just Facebook and the business manager within Facebook. Of course, like we have, there's analytics softwares that like we use, um, Icona Square. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, it's one, no, it's actually, new. no, it is. I, I really like it. Um, it. It's a little pricey, but I think that the value is there. Um, it's more for data analytics, but um, outside of that, there's, I, I, there's no really CRMs or anything that we've started using. So pretty much just Facebook. I like it. I like it. So what made you go the route of photography and video doing that kind of stuff? Did you always have a passion for that kind of thing? Or is that something you just kind of picked up <laughs> along the way? So ironically enough, I didn't. Um, I spent years and years ago, I worked for Best Buy. And I uh, ended up getting a sales manager position uh, in a department where they sold cameras and things like that knew nothing about cameras. And so they give you a camera and they send you off to learn about it. I was like, this is really cool. And I really enjoyed a lot of it. And then once I had the equipment um, for like friends and family, I would like shoot small videos and photography. And I did it all free just because I actually enjoyed doing it. Mm -hmm. And kind of once I kind of honed that, that, that skill, um, and I really enjoyed it. That's when I kind of started to realize, you know, I, I was implementing it with my first client and I was like, this is something, you know, turning, hitting the record button is the most impactful thing you can do for your business on Facebook. You know, there's a difference between texting out what your deal of the week is and then shooting a small 10 second video about it. I mean, it's just, it's huge. So I love video specifically. I like it. I like it. I've got a background in that kind of stuff. So that makes me uh, super excited. So you mentioned that you're brand new. This is a whole mm -hmm. new business for you. You're just starting yes. out. So you're probably going after all kinds of people. So are, is there a particular niche that you're focused on? Or are you just looking to help any small business right now? I'm, that's, it's a really good question. I think that it's important that a lot of agencies do have a niche. We don't because we're, we're, we're new, right? So like in order to stay in business, we kind of have to take what we can get. Um, but we're actually, I'm not really in, in a growth stage at the moment. Um, we, I have about two other people that work for me and we have, we have probably about 10 or 11 clients. Um, it's kind of at that overwhelming point though. So like we're trying to figure out some things to be more effective um, because like we're, we're doing some things that are working, some things that aren't working. And so um, I scaled back a lot of the advertising I was doing for the social media pros. Um, obviously, if somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, you know, we heard really good stuff, that's a different story. But we're trying to figure out some of the things to, to be more efficient in order to scale. Um, but yeah, all of the clients we have, it's just, a, it's, it's everything. Uh, restaurants, dealerships, 
um, contractors, uh, it, it's realtors, so it, it's it's a little bit of everything. But I would like to eventually kind of of, of niche down. I am so glad that you said that because everyone, they will say niche down, which is what you absolutely must do. But in the beginning, Mm -hmm. how do you know which one to niche down to if you don't try them, you know, if you don't try to work with several of them. So I'm so glad that you said that because you've got to get your hands dirty and you got to go out Mm -hmm. there and try to, you got to make all the mistakes that everybody makes, you know, and figure out which ones you actually want to do. So, so since you are going after everyone, how are you, how are you finding clients? Are you actively, I mean, you were actively going out and finding mm-hmm. clients. So what were you doing before you shut it down? Um, I'll be honest. So I had tried to reach out to business owners that I didn't know, no, no luck at all. Um, and, and I come from How a sales. How are you doing that? Like, so, just like phone calls just, or? I was just going into businesses okay. um, and, you know, asking like, Hey, you know, can I speak to the business owner? Um, most of the time people at the, at the very, the very front, they're shutting you down. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're too busy. Um, and, you know, obviously, uh, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? I'm sure. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I, I, yeah. Any, anybody in our Gary field knows. So yeah. one of, one of the things that if you watch the stuff that he really preaches is I'm, is I'm changing my business model is okay. I don't, I don't want to go out and sell. I don't want a salesperson. So we, we have started producing content that is a value of like, I, I shoot two to three videos that are about two minutes long every week, post them to Facebook as to general tips for business owners. Um, you know, whether that's um, how, how to go Facebook live, it, it's a whole variation of things. So I want to try and be like the authority when it comes to that thing or to, to the subject so that if any business owner in the area has any questions, they can reach out to me because I just, I, I did sales for 10 years. I don't like sales. And it's a different conversation when you go to a business owner and say, hey, I own a social media marketing agency. You should check this out versus a business owner finding you and say, hey, it looks, I, I love what you do. I want to, I want you to work with us and help us grow. That's a completely different conversation. And so. Well, and not you know, only that, but you're practicing what you preach. Like you're trying to get these clients to go and do these things. But if your own agency isn't doing them, yep. then they're going to be like questioning you as in, yep. well, if you're not doing it for your own business, how yep. effective is it actually? So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're actually doing that. So, yeah. um, so when you actually find a client, what does that process look like as far as onboarding them and uh, getting them into your system? Sure. So if, uh, so as soon as, you know, I get approached or we, we kind of start the conversation, the very first thing, you know, if they're interested. Um, so right now, we do everything, um, and, and I know a lot of people are going to say, don't do that, and we're trying to get away from it, is we do everything hourly. Um, okay. And so the very first part of the conversation is, you know, what their goals are and what their budget is. Um, once we know those those few things, um, the very first thing I sit down is I want to look at all their profiles. I want to see what they're doing really well in, what the areas of opportunity are, and then I want to try and figure out, you know, what 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 of the services we can provide. So, like, you know, some clients they they can't use Facebook Live. I mean, they can, but it's not as much of value. Some people need advertising. So I kind of sit down and kind of create a plan. Um, and it's also an expectation list, and I like to give that to clients because, you know, I can say for you know thousand dollars a month or, or whatever that number is, this is what I will provide to you. So at the end of the month when the invoice comes, you know, they can, they can look back and say, you said you were going to do this. This is what you did. And then I can provide them with the results as to what kind of what we did. Um, but yeah, I, I just do an assessment and then we sit down and I say, Hey, this was your budget within your budget. This is kind of what we can do. Here's how I think that it can help you grow. 
Awesome. So what does, uh, what does some of the, the packages look like? And when you actually mm-hmm. do put those things together, what does the pricing look like? And is it, is it vary because of budgets and things like that? Or do you have kind of a set structure that you go by? So it's, it's actually really simple. Um, there again, I'm, I'm still trying to get away from it. Um, but mm-hmm. I do everything at hourly and it's $50 an hour. So whether we're creating graphics, we're on site filming, we're doing Facebook live, um, you know, managing the, um, you know, the advertising, any of that stuff. The biggest issue with this, obviously, as most people know, is that when you get 10 clients and you've got some that you're working with for five hours a week and you've got some that are 20 hours a week, you know, keeping track of all of this and, you know, trying to justify to the client, because what you run into when you're an hourly, and I've noticed this, and this is a way to get away from it, not that it's, you know, necessarily a terrible thing is you'll, you'll hand a client, you know, an invoice that says, you know, this week we worked with you for 20 hours and they see the invoice and they're like, how do I get that down to 10 hours? Um, I, I get that, you know, and I get that a lot. And so I think that kind of going to like a flat rate, like a retainer, you know, obviously I posted in our forum group tons about this subject. Um, and everybody that seems to have been doing it for a long time, they swear by doing a retainer. Um, so that's, I we're in the process. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the process. I had, there was a guy who commented and he was like, I had to do retainer because clients hate my hourly rate. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's very mm-hmm. true. Very true. And then the way to do that is just start with the next new client that you get in. Just start there. That like yeah, from that exactly. point forward, it's retainers. Yeah. Cause know? it, cause that's going to be a tough conversation to, to, you know, to clients that are on hourly is to say, Hey, we're switching off of that. That's going to be a really tough conversation, but it's just one that's going to have to be had here soon. I start to say, just start with the new ones that come in. And then once yeah. you get that process down and figure those out, then you go after the, the yeah. older ones that have still yeah. established. Be like, listen, yeah. we're changing our pricing structure. Yeah. And this is what it looks like. Right. And this I don't is why it benefits you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to like, I don't want to make any of the clients mad before I get new yeah. ones. So no, I don't, I don't blame advice. you whatsoever, whatsoever. So it seems like you really do love uh, to see small businesses thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the the amount of care you put into your work at social media pros is your greatest asset or do you have other things that you feel like is your your greatest asset you know i i am not i'm i'm not a, a marketing genius by any stretch um i'm a firm believer of hiring people who are an expert in their field um and i'm kind of getting to the point so like i just brought on a graphic designer i do graphic design it's not the best graphic design i do video production video editing, there's, there's definitely people who do it way better than me. What I really enjoy doing is finding people who are super passionate about something and are very good about something and aren't using that skill. Like, you know, um, a graphic designer who's working a nine to five job who is not doing that and is actually really good and very passionate about it. And so bringing them on and allowing for them to like thrive and do something they love, because in the last seven months I've worked for myself, that's, that's the thing I wake up every morning and I'm super grateful for is that I can continue to do something that I really enjoy doing. And I want to help other people do that. So um, the, as far as like the, the, the care that I'm putting into everything, it was kind of a difficult question, I suppose. Um, I don't know how to answer it. I, I guess yes. I guess yes. Like I, you know, I, I think so. You can't trade passion for anything. Not no, anything. Nope. So being a brand new business owner, what would you say has been the biggest struggle um, with starting a digital agency? Uh, t- t- the bi- the biggest struggle is probably kind of what I touched on is finding a process. Uh, is is trying ten different things and seeing what's working, what's not. 
um, building efficiency. I mean, that's, that's the biggest reason why I'm not in a growth in a growth stage at the moment is because I, I can't, I, we can't really grow at the current moment because we just don't have our efficiency in place. We're doing really well with the clients we have, but there are definitely some processes that need to be refined and become more efficient at before we can take on more clients. And that's, that's, you know, that is the unfortunate truth is like, we could probably go out and get three new clients this week, but that, you know, we just, we need to fix some things. And, and so that, that's, that sucks, right? Like we, we can make more money, we can hire more people, but we, we have to figure some things out. And so that was one of the unseen circumstances that I started to run into. And I realized that a few months ago, I was like, as we continue to grow, there's some stuff that we're kind of doing that's taking too much time and it's not really efficient. And so yeah. this is going to be an issue. But that's part of that. To me, that's part of the game. You've got to get mm -hmm. in there and do that before you figure out where the holes are and where to patch things and move things. Yeah. Well, that's so why that's, our, that, that's why that group is so amazing because you know, as I have as some of these things pop up, I ask questions. There's tons of experienced people within it that have really great advice, and then people say things. I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that? We'll definitely do that. I'd be I would have been on hourly for ten years before I figured out to do a retainer. You know? Yeah. So the uh, the group he's talking about, I'm assuming, is digital marketing agency owners, yes, which yes. is a Facebook group that we run that's got mm -hmm. agency owners from all across the world uh, that are brand new or haven't even started an agency and thinking about it. And then those that are highly successful all in there yeah. uh, giving advice, which I'm glad you're finding value in that. So yeah, absolutely. Um, they're, they're wonderful, wonderful people. In yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had I've had a few phone calls of agency owners like where I needed advice that just wasn't a good like a somebody can't just like text and reply, you know, it was yeah. kind of a more in depth. And I've had like, I was actually on one yesterday um, with somebody who provides SEO services that I'm actually going to start working with because I don't do SEO yeah. and web, web, develop, web development. So yeah, some really good conversations have been had. That's awesome. That being able to work together and white label, that's, that's mm -hmm. always a good yep. thing. So, yep. uh, so let's break down a little bit about the actual services that sure. you are providing. So uh, once you talk to a client, you know what their budget is and and it obviously can vary. So let's say a restaurant, if you were working with a restaurant, what are some services that you would provide for that restaurant? Uh, can, can we use like a dealership? Yeah. Use only, dealership. Only reason, yeah. So the only reason I say that is, is the restaurant that I have. Um, it's very, um, we're very, the client's very strict. So it's very limited. So like oh, for instance, okay. like, yeah. So I have a lot of limitations there. Um, for so like the dealership client that I have car dealership, he sells used cars. It's a, it's a lot more open rain. He was kind of like, I know that you do this. Um, and I want you to do everything you can. And so, um, that's a great client. You right. to him. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Can you ask the question again? So what are some things that you're doing? So if you walk into yeah. that car dealership and they're saying, and okay, I have a budget of X, Y, Z, whatever the budget mm -hmm. is. Sure. What exactly would you propose to him and what services are you providing? Yeah, sure. So the very first thing that I, I want to try and leverage is video. So my very first thing that I'm trying to figure out is how can we leverage, leverage video? Um, because video allows for us to do organic and paid advertising, depending on the type of video that we're doing. Um, and I, I really enjoy doing video. So I, I think it helps. And it's so very first as my first thing that comes to my thought is how can we integrate Facebook Live? Um, what kind of things can we do around Facebook Live? Because as you know, Facebook 
really rewards people who use Facebook Live. The more you use Facebook Live, the more Facebook will get you more, you know, reach, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention you can, you know, take down the video, you can take out excerpts and create more content from it. I mean, it's just huge. Exactly. So that's the very first thing. I want to try and figure out how I can implement Facebook Live. The second is around the product or service that they sell how can we create promotional content? So for a dealership, for instance, um, one of the things that we kind of started doing was every week, um, if they have a vehicle that they've been sitting on for a while and they haven't been able to move, um, what we do is we will create a graphic at the beginning of the week and it'll be the deal of the week graphic. Um, we're showcasing the car, you know, big bold letters, the price. Um, and we'll actually do, um, we'll, we'll post it and then we'll, we'll do paid advertising um, around that. Um, and then following that, um, usually about middle of the week, we would have already filmed a bit like a, like a 30 second video tour of the vehicle. And then we're going to, we would run paid advertising behind that. And then we retarget a lot of the people who were reached in the very first graphic campaign, right? Because Mm -hmm. yeah, retargeting is huge. And I just found this out not that long ago, like retargeting is so, so, so huge. Um, it just allows for way better results. Um, and then we'll usually retarget with it like a video ad. Um, and then that's usually um, the extent of like the video and graphic stuff. We do so a they, little bit. Are they doing like, any Facebook Live dealership? Yeah. So every, so it's actually really cool. So every, um, every Thursday and Friday we put out there, um, it's a graphic saying, you know, Hey, we're going to be doing Facebook live. We're going to be giving away some really cool stuff. Um, maybe do a scavenger hunt. Um, and so on Saturday morning we go Facebook live and uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, what we did is um, we hit a couple of uh, can- lo- uh, local brewery cans of beer and a couple of the vehicles on the, on the lot. And we said, you know, if you come and find the, the can of beer, we'll take your picture and then you'll get a $25 gift card to the brewery. And so you have all these people that are watching. They're like, oh, I, I don't have anything to do on a Saturday morning. I'll go scavenger hunt for a can of beer or, you know, what have you. Uh, and then they win. And it's good because it creates content because then, you know, we can take a picture of them. Um, we're supporting other local businesses because a lot of what we do is when we give away gift cards and things like that. It's to support local businesses, which helps our organic growth which is great. I cannot mm. hi- recommend that enough. So that's awesome. So what else are you doing? I felt like I interrupted you with the Facebook. No, I, so I mean, that's, <laughs> I, that, you know, for a lot, that's, that's kind of the extent of it. Um, we, we do some paid advertising behind driving website traffic. I'm still trying to t- try to refine, especially around dealerships, because every, every business, is, and this is I'm slowly finding, every business has a different Facebook advertising strategy. And, and it's, I mean, one could be complete reach and the other one is lead generation. And so it, it's completely different. Um, but like we've been doing a lot of stuff around driving traffic to the dealership website because like the ideology there is if somebody sees an ad with a call to action to click to go to a website for a dealership, they're in a the market for a car, right? And so most people aren't going to go and check out, you know, the website if they're not going to buy a car. So we do some advertising around driving traffic to the to their website. but um, they also, and one of the things that I, like I empowered them to do, and this is what I struggle with is because your best organic content comes when the owner of the business or the employees get involved, whether they're taking pictures or shooting video. Um, and as you probably know, it, a lot of times it's hard for business owners because they're busy. They, they don't feel good being on camera or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is every time somebody buys a car, they take a picture and they tag them and they thank them for their business. And then, you know, that honestly, 
as far as our, our like organic content that we post outside of video, those posts perform the best, surprisingly enough. Um, so we, we try to do that as much as, much as possible. But I, yeah, go and ahead. that also trains the employees that, oh, I've got to find opportunities for yes. things that I need to be taking photos for. So that starts yep. the process for them in their head to mm -hmm. start looking for opportunities. So it's a good, good training model too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the extent of, uh, that's, that's kind of the extent of, I mean, I, that's, but it's, it's different for every client and that's it's why so niching down obviously in the, in the future will help. And, you know, obviously if you're new into doing Facebook marketing or something like that, like that's something to be forward thinking about in the future. So very true. And that'll help with your processes too. Once mm -hmm. you niche down and figure out which one you enjoy working with the most. So it's, yeah, that's the big one. Like which that, that one is you huge. find the most joy in not mm -hmm. just well money making money is a good thing but which one do you yeah. enjoy working in the most and which one do you feel like you help that industry the most those are the yep. two two big ones so i asked you about the biggest struggle being a new business owner mm -hmm. but what has been the biggest success story or the biggest joy you have found in starting your agency i i think just seeing the results um you know when two of my dealership clients i've had one for about four months one for five months Last month, they both had record-breaking months. They've been in, they've both been in business somewhere in the ballpark of five to seven years. And last month, they sold each of them sold more cars than they had ever sold. And so, to know that like you can go in, and it's also like a testimony. You know, when you talk to new clients and they say, "Oh, I've you know I've been paying for billboards and radio ads," and you know, you can speak to some of those things. Like um, my restaurant, I told you, so year over year. Um, he's up, I think 250%. Now I can't really attribute, I can't attribute all of that to me, but I know that it wasn't happening before I was there. So we can, we can say something yeah. happened. So that I really like. So when I hear that from clients, I really like to hear that because that's just, you know, one of those other things that you, you really, I don't want to say as a closing tool, but it just feels good, you know, to know yeah. that you're actually providing value. Cause, and, and what we do sometimes, you know, you kind of feel like, at times you're like, is this working? You know, we do a lot of trial and error and you, you know, some things work, some things don't. And then, you know, I'm, I'm a real honest person. So I always want to make sure that my clients are getting the value that they're paying for our services. And so when we hear those things, it just reaffirms that we're, you know, doing the best that we can and, and it's really working for them. So that's always good. I, that's probably my favorite part. I love it. That gets you up out of the morning in the mm -hmm. morning and make you happy and want to go to work yep. and do those things. So the last question that I always ask everyone mm -hmm. that's on a podcast, I start with the same one. I end with the same one is, is there anything that you're currently reading or listening to uh, that is helping you grow as a business owner? So reading, no, uh, what I really want to read. And, and so it's going to kind of tie into what I like, what I, what I watch is Gary V. Uh, the, like it always, it always like my friends are so sick of hearing me like quote him. It, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Um, but no, so he, he has the book. Um, what is it? It's a uh, jab, jab, right hook. Is right that right? Hook. Uh -huh. Have you yeah. read that book? I have not. Oh, okay. I have so not, I was at, but... I was, I was at books and co last weekend and I almost bought it. The problem is, is on top of not having time and trying to like figure out efficiency in my business, like when am I going to have time to like read a whole you know book? Uh -huh. I should, but oh, um, I've out, got a 
stack in front of me that I haven't even touched yet. So. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's my problem. I always go and I go to the bookstore. I'm like, oh, that looks like a great book. And I buy it. I read like 10 pages and I like run out of time and then I buy a new book. And so it's okay. just an endless, it's an endless um, thing. But no, I, I honestly, in the mornings um, when I'm working, you know, I have two monitors set up. I usually will have Gary V talking about something up because it keeps me on track. It's, it's, you know, he's, he's realistically, and he says this even, that he says a lot of the same things over and over and over again. But when you hear a lot of those things over and over and over again, especially while you're working, doing this, a, a similar field of work, um, it just really helps me stay engaged and it helps me stay fresh with ideas and things like that. He's just super inspirational. Very much so. So I know if I ever got to interview Gary Vee, that my <laughs> question for him would be like, how the heck do you have the amount of time that you do to make all the content that you do? Because it seems like, holy moly, how does he get anything else done besides content? And maybe well, he does. No. So, so it, it's, I think that's a, that's a really good point. And, you know, I kind of forward thought, so like obviously trying to mimic what he does because obviously he's super successful around content creation specifically is he has somebody who follows him around and has them on, you know, payroll. And oh, like, yeah. I, I thought like that, I was like, well, like, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I would love to get to a position because I mean, essentially all he's doing is he sits down, he, the D rock hits the record button and then Gary V walks out of the room and then, you know, they cut it into 10, 12 different pieces of content. Like that's so, like, like to, if you could imagine probably what he's paying him for the yeah. amount of content that's being created, like, oh, it's insane. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's such a good business model. So I was curious, what would you ask him if you uh, could interview him? What would be your question? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> if I could interview him, I don't know. I feel like everything that I would ask him, I'd already know because I watch so much of his content. Um, That's when you know he's getting good content out there. Yeah, right. Like you know, the, I I I guess what I would tell him is that I I feel like I'm I'm like I'm almost envious of the level of energy that he has all of the time. Um, I, so I don't know if it's really a question. I, I feel like everything because it definitely wouldn't be. Um, SMMA related because yeah. I, I've, I'm already going to know what he's going to say. But yeah. um, if I didn't, I would probably say, um, you know, how did you, how did you take a company and start a company from scratch and build it to, you know, a two hundred million, you know, dollar business? Like, like mm -hmm. what, like what was what what was happening in the first year of business? Like, what were you actually doing as an agency owner? Because that's yeah. what I'm more curious about. Because him now you know, where he, where he's at now, obviously he, he's not in, you know, he's not doing everything, you know, he's, he does a little of everything, but I would be really curious as to like what a day in the life of what he was doing his first six months in business doing social media marketing. I'd be really curious because that's something I feel like I've never really heard that side good of question. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with anybody with an, with an agency like mm -hmm. that, like, yeah, <laughs> a lot <Right>. of footwork. <laughs> yeah. Right. I feel like when we started ours, it was a lot of footwork, a lot of talking. So, yeah. All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed for getting to me. know you and learning about your agency. And uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. You've been listening to the Digital Agency Insiders Podcast. For more tutorials on growing your digital marketing agency, make sure to visit digitalagencyinsiders.com.